0: Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt The Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at at mattatthemortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt The Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for One Rental at a Time fans, he is waving his six ninety five processing fee. Take care. All righty, folks. Expert Series video number three with Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir?
1: Doing great, Michael. How are
0: you? I'm doing all right. So I want to paint for you what I think is a pretty clear picture of 2021. I want you then to tell me where I'm first off, tell me if you think I'm wrong in any of these, because I think it's pretty clear. I'd love to hear if I'm wrong so I can research it more. And then you're going to be able to react to any of these. Is that cool?
1: Yep. Sounds good. All right. I know people want us to argue. So throw something (laughs) out there.
0: (laughs) I don't want to argue with you. I would lose. Uh, So here's my 2021 uh, pretty clear. One, lots of government spending. Two, cheap debt, interest rates. Three, asset inflation. Four, Consumer spending will come back. Um, And lastly, huge dry powder, right? We're talking about $5 trillion sitting on the sidelines. The things to watch out for is inflation, right? If the economy gets going and it's too hot, inflation is one of those things you should watch. And then finally, if inflation gets ahead of itself at the end of the year, does interest rates rise? So those are the things I'm looking at that I consider pretty clear. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm not sure about consumer spending. Okay. You know, th- that's going to be the real question. Once we get through the holidays and, you know, what things look like going into next year, you know, what is that consumer spending going to look like? A lot of what we've seen up to this point has been people, you know, modifying their environment to deal with, you know, COVID and shutdowns and remote school, remote office work, things like that. We have the holidays we're going into, you know, stuff like that. Um, and a lot of the discretionary travels down, you know, so the people that were traveling and doing stuff, you know, they're spending more money locally. So that'll be interesting to see what consumer spending looks like. But yeah, right now it looks like interest rates should remain low. Um, the government is going to throw a lot of money. The question is, where's it going to go? And what is it going to go to right now? They're throwing it absolutely at the wrong things. And, you know, that is a bubble that's being created that is going to burst and unwind. And I'm talking about risk assets. I'm talking about equity, stocks, bonds, Bitcoin, gold, all of it, it's going to blow up. And you know, it's, it's gonna come home to roost at some point because they can't, keep, they can't keep putting the money in that direction because they can't capitalize and um, provide liquidity to the entire markets endlessly. Mm-hmm. You know? Now the question is, where are they gonna put the money? What are they gonna spend it on? So you know, that could have a real impact on the economy uh, in terms of trying to get people back to work and if there is some infra- infrastructure spending and plans and things like that, where it needs to be, that can create you know some economic activity and you know can help bring the consumer back to where they're spending money, which should create some inflation, which is what they want to try to you know the Fed, you know they want to create some inflation uh, that's healthy, uh, which should increase interest rates and things like that. So the big question is where's the money going to go? what is it going to be spent on? And, you know, what does the real recovery look like once we have a vaccine? Everybody's, you know, everybody's taken care of that wants it. And, you know, the the, the switch is flipped and hotels and movie theaters and restaurants and travel and everybody's back on.
0: Yeah. So if you're an investor sitting here in December of 2020 and, and you agree with at least some of my clarity, what is one to do? Right. Let's assume, right, the K-shaped economy is something I've been talking about for a while. Let's assume you're on the top end of the K. So, so you're not worried about just food and rent, right? Like that's a different conversation. Let's assume you're still employed, you can work from home, uh, you're getting by, you're probably saving more. What, what is someone to do if, if that's what you see is coming?
1: So you got to be, you know, you have to be careful. You need to know the top and understand what the top is and what you're investing in. So if you're investing in stocks and, and you know, the market's maxed, you know, we're, we're not going to we're just not going to see 30,000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it would get there before it you know, sold off again. But I didn't think the government was going to do what it did and step in and start literally buying stocks, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was that, you know, what they've done is unprecedented. But that is going to stop because the political appetite for that is 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 fading. Um, and the, you know, the, the, the political will of the people it's fading, just like the shutdowns, you know, when you have law enforcement come up and say, we ain't going to enforce any <laughs> shutdowns. That's
0: happening <laughs> in Cali right now. Exactly. Sheriffs are like, hey, We are not doing that. Good yeah. luck.
1: <laughs> so I think you have to be smart about what you're doing. So real estate, you know, uh, stock market's one thing and you know, there's companies you can pick and choose and there's some IPOs you can get in and get out of, but to think that you can go in now long-term yeah. and, and do well, I think is kind of crazy. The only reason you're at where you're at is because the uh, institutional investors, hedge funds, you know, pension funds, and all them don't fight the Fed. They're being forced into those assets because there's no yield anywhere else, mm-hmm. and they don't need much. Okay, they're moving billions of dollars to hundreds of billions of dollars. They don't need much. The average retail investor, you got to be a little bit more smart about it. You got to be a little bit more patient, and you got to be willing to, you know go against the tide. Okay. You know, when everybody's buying, you need to be selling, when everybody's yeah. selling, you need to be buying. And, uh, you know, just, just kind of watch those things. Um, you know, real estate, there's always opportunities because of the interest rates, and the way you can structure deals and things like that. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you lose some value in real estate, and you still have income, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you lose value in stocks, you've just lost your money. There's just, yeah. you know, there is no okay there. And then you know, like if the market goes down 50% and comes back, well, you didn't come back 50%. You went down 50 and you came back 50 from there. Right. Real estate, you know, is a little bit different,
0: you know. I think it's really interesting because the one thing that I always watched is, you know, quote unquote, what's the rich doing? You know, Buffett has that quote about, you only know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. Mm -hmm. $5 trillion in money markets, the the amount of hedge funds that have raised capital to get ready. um, They're not in the market. Right, they're 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 letting the cash just you know theoretically sit there because they're waiting for the opportunities. They will strike when there's blood in the streets. Yeah, hedge funds
1: are down, you know, at across the board right now. They're not doing well with the market where it's at.
0: Yeah, they didn't expect, just like you said, right? They didn't expect the Fed to come in and start buying stocks, but they're getting ready, right? Um, you know, there's there's invitation homes, and again, place people that are playing in my area, single family homes. Mm-hmm. That own tens of thousands and looking to buy tens of thousands more, so that's one of the things that I'm pontificating. And Actually, I'm going to do a video on it later. Just I'll just share it here as a tease. Las Vegas, I've been pretty adamant that Las Vegas market is kind of fake right now, right? They've had five or six months of record price setting. They have 20 percent unemployment. They have 87 percent collection in rentals. So it's just bad. What's happening is there's been a lot of inventory held back because of forbearance and, and all of these things. So I think a crash, I think a reduction is coming right. When inventory shows up, stress shows up, but now what yeah, I if think. Those
1: jobs don't come back at scale, which means people need to be, you know, yeah. flooding to Vegas, you know, once this is, is, you know, lifted and, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen.
0: It, yeah. I, I think the odds are unlikely. There's going to be an air pocket. There's going to be a gap. And what I'm seeing now is, I actually see like invitation homes and that ilk salivating to buy. Cause I think it's going to be like a six, nine, 12, maybe 18 month window. What I call the air gap because mm-hmm. Vegas will be back. Right. Is it 2023? Is it 2024? You know, whatever it is, but it won't be back in 2021. Right. The yeah. risk profile, but invitation home with their billions of dollars, just like 2010, they bought entire portfolios site unseen. Because they have their their hold period is years, if not a decade. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the air the pain that I thought was possible in Vegas will nearly be as deep, because invitation homes will say, "Hey, we'll buy them. We, we'll take a ten well, percent discount."
1: The difference now is um, back, you know, two thousand eight nine when those packages, you know, were being purchased. They were being purchased from the, you know, they were. Uh, um, toxic assets that were being purchased off of the uh, the, the books of the banks. Yep. So they were selling these, you know, these houses at scale, whole packages yep. of know, mortgages in default. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them were just securities. So, you know, BlackRock was one of the buyers and then they created this facility to be able to manage it. The difference is nobody was buying individual homes at scale back then because it just wasn't, they didn't have the mechanism for it. Now they do. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different companies that now have the mechanisms to buy homes at scale, Individually, you know, right now. So that's a different animal that a lot of the, you know, uh, pontificators about the big housing crash just aren't taking into consideration is that exactly. the amount of buyers out there now that weren't there the last go around and they're ready, their homes.
0: infrastructure is there, right? They can now, yeah, they take- got
1: the money, they've got the systems, you know. And I mean, Warren Buffett, you know, he, he said, man, I'd buy every house I could if I could figure out a way to do it. Well, they figured out how to do it now.
0: Yeah. And there's, they have, there's, you know, some of them have hundreds of thousands of homes in select markets. And I, I really do think they're they're going to come out and they're going to put a floor into the market, right. Where Vegas, you know, using the trend that I saw six months ago, I was like, Ooh, there could be a 30% price. It just guessing, yeah. right. Just pure. Guessing. And
1: the banks have been shored up. So what the yep. fed is doing and treasury, what they've done now for the banks is they've allowed them you know, by providing the liquidity to shore up their balance sheets. If you notice all the banks are, you know, making record money during the pandemic while everybody else is sucking wind. And they're doing that because they know there's going to be some write downs. So what they're telling the bank is, Hey, we're going to flood you with liquidity. We're going to keep these rates low, build capital, raise capital, build your trading desk. Cause you're going to need that money to offset these assets. that we're going to ask you to take a haircut on So that's, yeah. that's kind of what's going to happen. And even from a global debt perspective, you know, at some point, you know, they, there will be a sit down between all of the countries that, you know, own each other's debt. And it's like, all right, guys, we're all just going to kind of level the board here mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's taking a little bit of a haircut. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's kind of where things can get to uh, at a certain level, but you know, the United States is different. We can print, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, seemingly without recourse so far, cause it's been going on since 2008
0: and nine. Yeah. So one of the things I'm thinking about Vegas now is, is a, the repricing, Value fall won't be as deep as I initially thought because I'll just call it Wall Street. I don't know what else to call it. Wall Street, deep pockets, hedge funds, whatever. They're going to yeah. put a floor. They're going to say, "Hey, fifteen percent discount is enough," because again, mm-hmm. the gap, the air pocket, will be in in Wall Street speak, short lived. It'll be two, three years, and they're like, "Shoot, what we can hold that they have they have near near unlimited holding period." So, so you um, have
1: them. You also have note investors. So yeah. you know, there's there's a whole business out there where you know, institutions will come in and buy the notes mm-hmm. and they'll get them performing and then they'll spin them off again. So yeah. you've got note buyers, you've got, you know, asset buyers that are buying the real assets. Um, it, you know, you've got, um, you know, an individual investors out there that are buying houses that are in distress. So, and the market is red hot with interest rates where they are. So, you know, I think that inventory can get absorbed. You know, the real question is, how long will it take, you know, a market like Vegas to come back, you know, with the convention business, the casino business. I mean, it's all it about the conventions, yeah. me, yeah. it's the
0: conventions. Yeah. For me, conventions. yeah. But it will come back. It, I think that's true. It's the win. And I, my crystal ball is as good as yours. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Well, very, very cool, Greg. This is always fun talking to you. I appreciate our Mondays. You kick us off strong. This has been a great uh, set of three. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, it was good to see you.
0: Thank you, buddy.